Good afternoon and welcome to Workforce Connection Strictly Business, bringing you business news and insights on local opportunities that will help you thrive. Thank you so much for joining us here this afternoon. We look forward to having you every Thursday afternoon right here on 970 KNUU. I'm Juana Hart, co-hosting with Lauren Stewart of Workforce Connections. Hello, Lauren. Good afternoon, Juana. Well, we've talked about a new concept, something that is new to a lot of local people, perhaps, uh, employer-assisted housing. And today's program is going to be a continuation of that program. Whether you are an employer or an employee, you will want to listen. This concept is a concept of having employers assist employees with affordable housing in an effort not only to retain the employee and strengthen your business, but the communities that these employees live in. And so we're going to learn today how you can go about getting involved or at least exploring this to find out if it's something that your company should get engaged in. Meanwhile, before that happens, we'd love to hear from you, Lauren, uh, the latest on the Ready for Life movement, the movement to make sure that all of the high school students here in the Valley graduate from high school. Thank you, Juana. We currently have about 10,000 students at risk of not graduating high school this year. And some of you may have remembered on February 2nd, uh, you may have noticed that there were about over 500 students from the Clark County School District that participated in Job Shadow Day. That was part of an effort to uh, to help these kids in, in coming up with ideas for their future, giving them um, insights into careers, and showing them what the world of work looks like, specifically in our own town. Uh, many of these students are, are struggling to graduate because they are um, suffering from some credit deficiencies or have not passed their proficiency exams. So we have partnered with the leadership at the Clark County School District and the United Way of Southern Nevada and also the Nevada Public Education Foundation's Ready for Life movement. And our goal is to pair 2,000 mentors with 2,000 students. Our graduate advocate coordinators have been de- deployed to area high schools to organize the effort. And you can help us by becoming a graduate advocate to a high school student who will benefit from a positive role model who will coach them through the final requirements they need to graduate. To become a graduate advocate or to learn about other ways you can help, visit www.readyforlifenv.org or the Workforce Connections homepage at www.nvworkforceconnections.org. And, you know, Lauren, this is such a great thing for the kids who who are benefiting from the input of people in their community who can show them how to succeed. But isn't there also a benefit or a return for the people who participate? What, what are volunteers saying about it? That's a really good point. And I should I should really thank the folks at MGM Resorts International. We're all familiar, obviously a huge organization, and they they really jumped in this year and they hosted over half of the students. And I saw some things on the news, and I saw people talking about these kids and seeing what these kids um, were excited about these jobs. They, you know, they didn't go just to see you know what was going on in the gaming areas. Obviously, they weren't even allowed to go in the gaming areas. <laughs> they got to see behind the scenes. They were. Um, I've got some great footage of. They got to see the fountains. You know, the fountains of the Bellagio. Uh-huh. They were back there with the technicians, and they were shooting off the the water cannons and teaching them how it works and explaining to them all of the technical things of that. Same thing at the roller coaster at the New York, New York. They got to ride it, but they also got to see how it's run and the types of people and the types of jobs that it takes to run, you know, what what is basically each one of these properties is like an entire city. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think Aria has a fire station, you know, (laughs) built into it. So it's not, obviously it's more than than just 
stuff you see on the surface. So these kids had their eyes open and, and the employees got to, you know, got to contribute to the community without even leaving work. Absolutely. It was an awesome day. And, and you know, no doubt someone that day decided what they want to do for the rest of their lives. And it may mean all of the difference between dropping out of high school altogether and going on toward a long, rewarding career. We and hope so. Excellent. So I do hope people respond to you and go to that Ready for Life website or go to nvworkforceconnections.org. That is the Workforce Connections website. That's nvworkforceconnections.org. We would love to hear from you between editions of Strictly Business. So if you'd like to make contact, please email us at wcstrictlybiz. That's wcstrictlybiz at nvworkforceconnections.org. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at WC Strictly Biz. And now it is our great pleasure to welcome back this afternoon for the continuation of the program that we left off with last week. And if you have not heard the first part of our employer-assisted housing uh, show, then please, by all means, go to nvworkforceconnections.org and listen to the previous episode. This is a fairly new concept for many people in our community, but Don Lane, the founder of Hope Home Foundation, is ushering in a new way for employers to retain employees and strengthen our communities at the same time providing a better quality of life for individuals. And she would like for everyone to explore the potential for participating in employer-assisted housing. Don, welcome. Thank you so much um, for, for being here. For people who have not heard of employer-assisted housing, what is it? Well, thanks for having me back, first of all. Boy, what a week that was. <laughs> My goodness. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank Related you. to you. Thank you, and you as well. <laughs> Employer-assisted housing is not a new concept. It's been done nationwide since before World War II. And there are some success stories in Chicago and in Baltimore and all across the country. But what it is, is a way for employers to help their employees to purchase a home, which provides stability in the community. And it doesn't have to cost the employer anything or it could cost them if they want to participate in a match savings or a grant or a loan of some sort, we can do that as well. We also have foreclosure prevention and rental assistance too. What are the benefits to an employer, a busy employer, of taking time out to explore employer-assisted housing as a benefit to the employees in their companies. What is the return? Well, I think you can look at the bottom line, and I think that's what most businesses do. I mean, it's your bottom line. That's it. And, it, you know, they're, they, they can only do so much. But you have to recruit and retain employees. So how much does it cost? How much is it costing your company right now, today, to recruit and retain a good employee? Once you find someone, you've got to keep them there. So this helps to reduce turnover. It also helps to recruit new employees once they find out, wow, my, my job is helping us to get into a home and have stability. And it helps to increase productivity. If an employee is happy and not stressed out about the things that they have to do, just the basic shelter. Shelter is, is a basic need. So if they're not worried about that or running home or trying to avoid someone knocking on the door and, and throwing them out of their home, then they're going to be happier. Which means they're going to call in less frequently, I'd imagine. It, it really does have an uh, impact possibly on absentee rates. 
Yes, absolutely. Because you're also able to take care of yourself better when you're not stressed out. Stress causes people to become ill. So if you're not stressed out or you may be living, you may be able to move closer to your job or you can go to the gym and then still have time to do your homework with your kids at night. You know, I've been involved with different businesses over the years, and I have seen some situations where employees happily hung in some very, very difficult times with employers that they felt great affection for. Is this one of those ways perhaps to win uh, the, the loyalty of your employees? Perhaps. If you look at, you know, which which employees you're trying to keep on board, which, you know, most employers, they want to, they spend a lot of money recruiting and retaining, and they don't want to have to retrain another employee. So they have to really look at who might be moving up the ladder, who might be executive material, who wants to go into their you know, future programs, and that might be someone they that would greatly benefit from it. So it doesn't necessarily have to be something that's offered to every single employee, maybe employees who have been with you a certain amount of time. Is, is that how it works? And uh, maybe you're willing to invest a little more at a certain point. Well, you can customize it any way you want to. So you can make it and you can also there's programs that you can do for people as little as, you know, three to six months. You know, maybe they need rental assistance. Maybe you need to help them to get into a rental to get started and go through programs. Does that always entail money? No, that doesn't entail anything. I mean, just time, maybe time to give the class or some room in your office to give the class. No, when you talk about the class, what would that class be? For rental assistance? Yes. It's much like the first-time home buyer class, only we're preparing them for first-time home buying. So we, they may have some credit issues or they may have you know, other things or they just may want to get the education. They don't want to move that fast. We want to take people through at the pace they're comfortable being put through the program. So we tailor-make that to them as well. You talked a little bit about the benefits of uh, this program to employers. What about employees? How do employees benefit from employer-assisted housing? Well, the first thing is they get a home. I mean, I can't tell you how much I think sometimes people take for granted just having a roof over their head. And as I explained in part one, I didn't have a home. I was living in my office or I'd go to my church and sleep in my car because that's the only place I felt safe was in, in my parking lot of my church. So there's a lot of people out there and they're embarrassed to say, I don't have a home. So just having shelter, the basic need is makes them happy. And you were, could you just tell that story one more time for us? Well, I was in sort of a really bad situation. More than a decade ago. More than a decade ago. Yes, I was only two. But um, (laughs) yes, and and it was embarrassing to me because I'm educated and and I, I think I I've gotten through life pretty well, but found myself in a really bad situation. And I ended up being homeless. And as I think back, I didn't think I had any hope at all. There was no hope in my life. And that's when I founded Hope, Housing Opportunities, Programs, and Education. I founded it kind of, I guess, when you do something to help other people, you kind of do it selfishly for yourself because you want to help yourself, too, and it makes you feel good. But after getting involved in it and helping hundreds and hundreds of families that just have these stories to tell, it, it just grew into helping more people this way. And so you help employees, they have a home, they have some stability that makes Mm -hmm. them happier people. You've kind of gone over that. There's a larger benefit to the community. What is that benefit? Well, if you look right now, Juana, at our communities and how they look right now, and and, and there's so many people moving out, and they always say that the um, resident or commercial follows the sticks. The sticks is residential. So if you remember back when we had the big housing growth, we had the sticks, which was the residential. And then 
there was nothing around it. So if you had to go grocery shopping, you'd drive for, you know, five miles away. So the commercial followed. Well, now everybody's moving out. Because of foreclosure. Because of foreclosure. The, and they can no longer, the small businesses can no longer sustain their business because there's no one there to support it anymore. So it helps the community by keeping people in those homes. You're reducing the deterioration, the blight, and you have families actually living in these homes. When a home sits vacant with no water, no electricity going through it, things happen. It's the desert. We get real cold, real hot, pipes burst when you turn the water back on. And so we need to have a, a home is a living, breathing thing. And so we need to get those homes living and breathing and our communities living and breathing again. Now, you talked in the last uh, edition of this program about foreclosure prevention. Mm-hmm. And then there's assistance beyond that service. What, what happens next? Foreclosure prevention, well, it depends on what you decide to do. Again, there are many options, and people need to explore these options. You can't just bury your head in the sand. You've got to look at what's out there. And I think I mentioned, you know, just because um, you ignore the facts doesn't mean the, they'll, go they'll go away. And we have wishful thinking, and we, you know, I know. I've, I've been through it. We wish and wish and wish this wasn't happening to you, and, well, maybe I can stay longer. But all of these these determining factors need to be found out or you're not, you're not going to know. It's like having a headache and wondering, you, you manifest that you've got a tumor or something, you know, and it's the same thing with the foreclosure. I don't know when someone's going to come knock on my door. So you've got to find out. So we, we have uh, lawyers involved. We have real estate professionals. We have nonprofit counselors that can help with any of the number of options you have in foreclosure. Just, you just have to take the first step. If I'm the employee, how much is this going to cost me? And if I'm the employer, how much will it cost me? Nothing. It costs nothing to find out the information and to go through the program. And there are people who have come through foreclosure just as recently as the last year. Yes. Do those people have hope of becoming homeowners again? They sure do. As, as time goes by, I think the banks are going to have to relinquish some of their you know strict guidelines. And we're going to have to go through that. But the rules change every day, it seems, in the real estate market right now. So I really don't know what the future of that's going to be. I can't possibly predict it. I can only say one would think that they would do something to spur that economic growth. However, rental assistance programs to get them involved, we do have uh, several properties that are available that we are going to start giving to people at a reduced rent and 50 to $100. And we'll put that in an escrow account to save for them. For In two years, they can use that money as part of their down payment or closing costs. So I've heard you say you can get employers, first of all, to help employees take care of the cost of getting into a home. Mm-hmm. You can help employees prevent foreclosure. If they've been in foreclosure, you can help them prepare to become homeowners again. And so where do people go to get the assistance? I mean, is there, do you have an office that they show up at? How do they get started on this journey? The really great thing about this, and I'm a real creative person, so I kind of like having this because I can go to any business and and tailor make it to that business. So that's what we do. If if you want us to come to you, we'll come to you. If you want to come to our office, we're open. One of this, this, I'm just picturing this. Um, um, for those of us who've been laid off, and and myself included in this, this is a really interesting idea because I, you know, it's not so long ago. If I did a really great job, it wasn't that hard for my employer to to recognize that. You know, whether it was a bonus at the end of the year or a comp time or or little things like that. There are different ways to do it. 
And now it's it's so much scarier because yeah, you get your paycheck and that's yeah. your insurance. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's, um, but you know, it's 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 nerve wracking. You don't really know. And this sounds like a nice way. Obviously, there's lots of options, lots of different ways to do it. But even just the simple act of an employer saying, you know what? Obviously, times are tough. We all are really busy. I wish I could give you a day off. I wish I could give you a bonus. But maybe I can't. Um, just this kind of thing that says, look, I, I appreciate you and I want to offer this class. And we're going to bring in some people. Anyone who's interested, um, let me know. Or or who even goes a little bit further with that. And rather than giving me a bonus, maybe can give me a, you know, a matching program, like you said, towards a house, a down payment on a house. These are nice you know, benefits, another way of showing your employees that, you that you know, you we're in this together. Absolutely. <laughs> the employees are scared. The employers are tight. You know, I, I, it's just from sort of a higher perspective, I'm seeing that this could be a really nice way to to kind of help fuse those relationships because it is scary, right? And, <laughs> and the is. price of providing this for your employees is right, and that is free of charge. Right. Even if it's just, you know, an email that goes out to the staff, by the way, you know, we just want to, you know, offer this to our employees. We've got these guys coming in, feel no pressure, you know, anyone I've to got do anything. I've got point. one better yeah. one better for you. Go I'm for glad it. that you mentioned email because we developed a game and it's called Under One Roof. And the Under One Roof game can be played right at the desk through emails. But it depends. You know, we're kind of gearing that towards the, the younger set that likes to do emails and they like to do Twitter and those kinds of things. So we kind of have a fun program that they can do that way. But like I said, we can brand anything to your company. And what we really like to do is say, it's not coming from the Hope Home Foundation. We're just the administrator. We're just behind the scenes we make you look good as the employer because it's going to be coming from you as a benefit. So it's just it's just like a health plan only it's for housing. And you know it's it's pretty neat now that now that I've heard from Lauren and and the game that you just talked about. It seems like it would be a great way for that employee who's been kind of down in the dumps because a lot of people in this day and age are feeling like I'm never going to get ahead. There's not another place for me to go. Maybe my company's not promoting right now because a lot of companies have frozen hiring, frozen promotions. A lot of things have happened. But mm -hmm. this does tell the employee you can still dream about the future and there is hope for you to move ahead in life. So that I, it just I, I love it. It's wonderful. I, I'd like to get back for a moment to that employer who does have – I don't know, maybe $1,000 that they might be willing to contribute to X number of employees. But that's not going to buy anybody a house. Where does the employer get assistance from to make this happen for an employee? Well, let me just digress a bit on that in saying that a lot of companies have sign-on bonuses. Oftentimes, they'll have a sign-on bonus and that person will use that sign-on bonus for nothing. Uh, well, maybe to them it's important, but not something that revitalizes the community. So the employer um, could take, um, he could take some of that money and make it as part of a down payment, not all of it, give them some to go have fun with, and the other part of it as the down payment. We could take that money and match it with the Federal Home Loan Bank of San Francisco, and they'll match it three to one. So if we have $5,000, they'll give us another fifteen. Now we have $20,000. And this is coming again, you mentioned, from federal funds. Correct. Okay. And it's a come first come first serve depending on, you know, your family and your uh, your income, your family size and income. So so, so then this $20,000 goes into helping make the down payment on the home for the employee. And I'd imagine employers would want to have stipulations with employer employees to make sure that it really is worthwhile. For example, 
staying for X number of years? How does that work? They, the employer can decide. What we do is we do the cost benefits analysis and we find out exactly how much it costs bottom line to retain and recruit and retrain a new employee. So from that, we take a portion of that money and decide how long it would take for the employer to get their return on investment. So needless to say, if they if they only wanted to make it two years, the size of the investment would be lower. If they want to make it five years, it would be higher. But one of the greatest examples is going to be the hospitals and the university because of the sign-on bonuses to use that those funds. One of the things that you've been working toward is a situation where you might be able to purchase homes from people who are underwater on their homes, rent it back to them for a certain period of time until they're strong enough to purchase it back. How far away is that and, and what has to happen to make it a reality here in Southern Nevada? Because it is a reality in some parts of the country. It is. And I, I'm not certain if other nonprofits aren't in position to do that at this point, but I just, I need to get the private capital and that's not in my business plan until we're not starting that portion of the business it's plan. It's on your dream June. list. Um, it's on my wish list, but well, actually it's written in the business plan, so it is so. Um, <laughs> it must start in June, um, our our objective to have the fundraisers and to get them funding ready so that we can purchase by September. That is in our business plan. We've talked a little bit about how people can reach you, the, the phone number and the uh, web address, just in case we run out of time before you're able to give it again. 702-497-6967 and www.hopehomefoundation.com. And we are talking today to Don Lane, who is the founder of Hope Home Foundation. How can employers, we've, we've found out how you can help the community. How can people help you provide these services for more people? Just give us a call and and let us come in and just talk to you. It's just fact-finding. There's no money involved. There's no pressure. It's just getting the word out. And I think, you know, we had this big event last week, and three mayors came, and we received a, a recognition from Senator Reed's office. And there's there are community leaders that are involved in this. We just can't get, the, get through to the human resources people. It's so difficult, I didn't realize how hard it was to get a hold of them. So these are the business owners who are partnering with you to try to help make this a reality and to begin offering these services to their employees. We just want to talk to the human resources benefits people or, or business owners and let them know about this great service. And it's just been so hard to get a hold of them. They're busy. I'd imagine any nonprofit is, is a challenge. When you're in the middle of a housing crisis and your state is the worst <laughs> in the country, it's got to get a little bit uh, challenging at times. What is it that keeps you hanging into this effort? It's passion. I am thoroughly and completely passionate about this program. I've been doing it for so long, and I just want to see the vision come true for this community. I've been in Vegas for almost 20 years, and everyone has always told me we want community, yet no one's ever done anything. So I, I keep walking through the mud, and I soldier on, and I'm a pioneer. I'm a pioneer. I'm just trying to keep on the trail and keep on my path and just see that vision come true. Well, for people who would like to um, have access to your workshops, again, if you could quickly list the types of workshops that you offer. First-time homebuyer, counseling, financial coaching, uh, post post-counseling. So after you're in the home, we also counsel you after that to make sure that you're staying on track. We have foreclosure prevention. We have rental assistance programs and hardest hit funds. Don Lane, we thank you so much for joining us again. Again, Don is the founder of Hope Home Foundation, and you can find her at hopehomefoundation.org. We appreciate your staying here today. And or you can call and that number again. 
702-497-6967. And I'd imagine you like hearing the telephone ring a lot. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. And we appreciate having you here. Thank you for sharing that information. You've been listening to Workforce Connection Strictly Business. I'm Juana Hart with Lauren Stewart, wishing you the very best of success in your business and your career. And we look forward to being right here with you again next Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock on 970 KNUU. Have a great afternoon. <music>